0: If it's a hard deal, other people are competing with you for that property because it's in a premier location, Mm -hmm. it's an easy deal to sell because you're gonna have competition when you go to sell it. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 131 of The Real Word. Word is up. The word is up. We are going to do a contrarian view from what we've been talking about. Did you
1: Google that before? No,
0: I think I just had that in, you know? innately.
1: You know that? You know? Innately.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like
1: I need to Google it to make sure you're using it properly.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, we've been talking a lot about this exodus from the city, specifically New York City, because we're here in the Northeast, and so we focused a lot on that, but we've talked about everybody in different parts of the country seeing an exodus from cities, from very densely populated locations, into more rural locations, Mm -hmm. right? People are moving out because of the health crisis, they want a yard, they want this... Uh, more of a social distancing type of living environment that is more natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to take the opposite approach here. with racket, racket number one. Love your feedback in the comments if you agree <laughs> or with this. Have take. we
1: heard of anybody actually um, seeing the same thing that we were seeing? I don't read any of the comments, I'm sorry. Right.
0: Or, you know, if, if you're seeing the opposite of what we've been talking about, right. exodus from the cities, but more so because I feel like right now the feeling is, yes, there's an exodus from the cities. Right. People don't want to be there.
1: Well, and they're, they're able to now work from home, yeah. which is the biggest, I think, part of the exodus, though, too, is that they don't have to be in the cities anymore right. in order to
0: work. So, so I'd love to hear your opinion on this. This CEO says urban real estate will reach new heights.
1: New heights.
0: Post-pandemic. So Remy, rasner who's the founder and ceo of the rasner group they've invested in over 30 multifamily properties in new york city primarily in brooklyn so brooklyn's gone through this huge revitalization over the last 10 years Mm -hmm. it's become the it spot in new york city especially for younger people that want to be in the city they're moving to Brooklyn. brooklyn's just become cool and hip and then obviously now with the health crisis people have left the cities or tried to get out of the cities if they have the means to do that. So they've transformed this one, you know, once rundown industrial borough into a brand new urban envirom- environment. It's very cool, uh, as they say, cool. They is that did. Cool?
1: They, they used the say, word say, cool. It, this is a
0: Forbes article. We're starting off with Forbes today, and it says, cool. it says literally the word cool. So he's predicting the opposite of what we've been talking about. Again, they've acquired 30 residential buildings, uh,
1: well, I mean, he's got to put his money on it. I mean, he's got a lot of real estate, you know, invested or invested. He's invested in a lot of real estate. I yeah, should and, say. I, and I
0: want to make that clear that he's obviously biased to the city's revitalizing right after uh, the pandemic. Here's what's interesting. Uh, and I think that he's probably
1: well, right there. I think about we will yeah, not work. Yeah,
0: I think he's probably right on this. We will not work from home forever, says Remy. It is just not possible to sustain companies and a large economy that way now boots on the ground Nicole and I we're out there working with buyers and sellers in a in our rural Connecticut shoreline marketplace which is seeing people from more densely populated areas whether it's right in the heart of New York City or those densely populated suburbs around New York City that right. want out right boots on the ground tell us that People do believe that they will be able to work from home forever.
1: Yeah, and I and I and I guess we need to specify there though that a lot of them aren't thinking that they're going to be working from home. You know, the five days a week. You know, they're thinking maybe they're going into the city once a week to check in, or if they need to fly somewhere. You know, they don't need to be so close to a city because it's going to be maybe like that's going to be scaled back.
0: I've had I've heard a lot of buyers and leads say. My flights, I'm not going to fly nearly as much as I used to, even when the world goes back to normal. Right. I actually believe that for these large companies because I think they've realized how much they can get done. On I mean, a Zoom li- call. Literally, they were sending people like across country to California. Right. To do a lunch. Right. Spend the night and then fly back. Right. To do a lunch meeting, which you know involves nothing but Chardonnay and maybe a couple shots at tequila afterwards. Right. right.
1: Right. And I mean, Sometimes they were doing business class. I mean... Yeah. Well, it's interesting though. I was watching the today show, um, maybe later in the week last week. Um, and they had the CEO of Delta on, I mean, and he's even saying that it's going to take at least five years for just the airline businesses to get back to normal too. So, I mean, there probably won't even be, you know, as many flights sort of going in and out for these businesses to even, you know, maximize. No.
0: Remy says cities like New York are not dead. The virus will pass, however hard that is. We're in the midst of it. It's hard. We know that. Everybody right. understands that. Yep. Thereafter, cities will thrive again, and urban real estate will reach new heights before we know it. So he's saying, once the health crisis has passed, in people's minds, whether that's a vaccine or you know numbers go down, whatever, once that overwhelmingly, the feeling is it's over, that... Almost immediately, because he's saying before he's saying we immediately, know it. Before
1: we know it, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I would say that's immediate. It, it, it sounds like the next day.
0: That these cities are going to thrive uh, again. Now He doesn't
1: usually say, but not usually. I'm sorry, I do not mean to use that word, but he's not really specifying prices, though. I mean, I understand thriving. I understand new heights. Does that mean, like, because in my mind, well, costs he, have to naturally he did, come down. He, he
0: did mention price uh, a little bit in this article. He talked about uh, the fact that... I'm going to try to find it here. Uh, they've been refinancing their properties. Money is so cheap. Liquidity Money is into very the system. Cheap. He thinks all of this is going to drive real estate prices up. And certainly, if people flood back into the cities, want to live there, demand. Then demand is going to push those prices up. Right. You okay. know, he says humans are social creatures that we crave being together in person for all of the opportunities cities provide: career prospects, entertainment, social gatherings. Etc.
1: I mean, we are certainly, I, I I guess we were talking about it before. I mean, we are rooting for these cities. I mean, we want these cities to thrive. That's we right. certainly do not want them to fall. I mean, I'm dying to get back to the city. My daughter loves the, Broadway. I mean, I'd here, love it, to get back in. Well, I mean, obviously I'm different because I'm going to be just visiting. But Right.
0: But here's one of the things I think that is, that is right. That I think he said, I don't believe every single company is going to be able to put 100% of their you know, workforce in a bedroom in their house and be as efficient as they were. No way.
1: Absolutely not. So
0: if you can't do that, right. Then we do need these cities to thrive and survive for the suburbs, for the rural areas right. to be healthy. I, yeah. I agree with there with you that when we're benefiting right now, there, there's just like no question about it. These right. our rural parts of Connecticut shoreline have seen more interest than at any point over the last 10 years Because right. of this city exodus
1: Well I think what's super interesting here though too Is that you know coupled with that though Are the low interest rates you know maybe they're Not buying these as primary homes they're buying Them as secondary homes and keeping their city Apartments which a lot of them really are That I've encountered so Again money's a little bit cheaper now so they've always Been sort of on, the, on the, the edge of Buying that second home where now it just is so Much cheaper to do it why don't we do it we can live There while we can their kids are Home so they inevitably kind of have to to be home too I mean if my kids don't go back to school I mean someone needs to be home with them too
0: so do you you think this is a racket do you do you what do you No, think?
1: I, I I actually I, I like hearing the other side of it I mean because obviously right now right now we don't really know much right I mean yeah. we know what we're seeing we know what people are buying I have no idea what's going to happen when it ends um, you know what would be interesting I was sort of sitting here and thinking about your buddy in the city that maybe we should even have him on
0: yeah, well, he wants to buy out here. He's already made that. Oh, has he? Me. Yeah. Well,
1: but I'd love to know because he's an agent and like like oh, you're high end. Oh, you talking about? No, I'm, I'm
0: talking, I was thought you're talking about my my friend who just lives in the city. Um, no, you are talking about Josh Rubin? Yes, Josh Rubin. Shout out to Rubes. We would the love Rubin to. Team, maybe Douglas you know Salomon. Josh
1: can you know tell us what he's actually seeing. Maybe he's yeah. seeing something different, and we're just
0: he's seeing. I'll tell you what he's seeing because I talk to him every Thursday. He's seeing lots of listings. Yeah, <laughs> he's seeing lots and lots of listings. Uh, because there's a lot of people that do want to sell, and there's just not as many buyers. That's what they're seeing currently in the moment. He believes in New York City more,
1: though. though? Like it is the spring market. Yeah, he has okay.
0: way more inventory than he's had, really, probably ever. Huh? Lots okay. of listings. Lots of people so, that want to sell.
1: So I mean, it's it is sort of contradicting what this yeah. guy's kind of saying. Now
0: they don't. They're not seeing a lot of these sellers wanting to reduce price or fire sales, some, but not a lot, not overwhelmingly amounts. So nobody is willing to like kind of drop the market down where you would start to see people that are looking for a deal and thinking long-term. Like here's the thing about Remy's points. He's investing in multifamily commercial real estate in the cities. Like he said, these aren't he didn't say these aren't flips, but he he said, we're in it for the long, long term. Right. And as people, as trends continue to change and people shift back into the city, they they feel like their sustainability of sitting there is going to pay off in in the long run. I've said this for a long time. I don't think this is a racket because I do think People love the cities. Of course.
1: Well, and I think he's right, though, too. I think there is going to come a point where people are just so desperate for interaction again. I mean, I would so much rather work in an office than from home Mm. personally. So if I was given the opportunity to go back to work, I'm certain I would.
0: Right. Yeah. I do believe that you're going to you will see an evening out a little bit evening out might be the wrong word. But I I do think you're going to see more and more people think about the suburbs and the rural landscape like, like let 's go long approach over the next twenty years. This obviously is an immediate thing, and people are doing it now in the moment. But as technology i 've said this before on past real words, maybe even you know go fifty episodes back like that long ago i think i 've said this when technology becomes so good that your everybody 's car is self driving that you can literally in twenty years fly. 30 minutes away uh, in like Jetsons mode. Yeah. I think at that point... I like...
1: Pe- remember that's when we talked about being... Like we like grass.
0: Yeah, I think people are going to live like wherever they want because they can self-drive and their commute times are going to get shortened because of technology. Think about right now, like we're going to talk about Zoom on the market here. Not the next segment, segment after this. Think about when Zoom in 10 years is like you're literally sitting right next to the person. You oh, know right. the technology is oh, going course, to Of course some advance. VR, you
1: put on your goggles and there you right. are pimping it in the in the conference room. I mean
0: I actually think tech will enhance a move out of cities more yeah. than this health pandemic And I do is.
1: think that Zoom needs to probably optimize on that opportunity too because I prefer to be in a meeting live over yeah. a Zoom call because it's like, who's there? You're, you're looking at all the squares. You're watching like, like the Brady Bunch. You're you're not really in it. You don't feel like you're really brainstorming well, but I think the VR move would actually be...
0: Well, I think Zoom's going to get so good that everybody's sitting in on the Zoom call, you're going to be able to see like what they're wearing uh, below the belt. Oh, yeah. Right? I think you're gonna be able to see if they're just sitting there texting below the screen. Like I think that the cameras are gonna get so good where they're gonna see everything in the room and you better like have taken a shower that day and not be texting in the meeting when Hmm. Zoom tech goes up. Oh, and
1: you have to do video. You can't turn your video off. And and
0: yeah, they don't even give you the option of turning (laughs) video off. That's the world I'm waiting for. All right. So I I don't think it's a racket, but I do think, Remy, that you're in a tough spot over the foreseeable future. I I do not believe that in this winter, all of a sudden the interest in these rural markets is gonna stop. I think this is gonna blow through the end of 2020 and into 2021. Well, I think jobs
1: in general will be interesting. I mean, some of these people probably won't even have jobs to go back to. I mean,
0: jeepers creepers. All right, racket number two. This is from Inman, an opinion article. Nine realities your clients will face when buying as-is properties. If you're in a market like ours that's benefiting from the city exodus, then you know there are multiple offers happening every single day on the low inventory that exists in your market. We're experiencing that here, which creates a competitive environment for buyers, and they need to make their offer more desirable for the seller. One of the ways they're doing that is as-is offers. All right, let's run down the nine examples. Let's do it, we love the numbers. Uh, This is from Nicole Solari. I'm sure you're already giving her a couple bonus points off the first name there. (laughs) Maybe. Nicole Solari, shout out to you. Feeling good about Nicole. Love my Nicoles. All right, number one, expect trouble. Contractors or investors with crews on standby likely know that they're getting what they're getting into right so if you're mm-hmm. like working with a flipper an investor right. they know mm-hmm. what they're getting into but for newbie investors or clients who've watched a few too many hgtv home renovation shows love you nicole yeah the point there a buyer beware has never been more crucial so expect trouble number one got number two line up property information resources in advance okay line up property information resources in advance what does she mean so don't act fast without having solid information like meaning go to the town hall and do all your research like have permits been pulled on this little bump out on the back like that kind of right, stuff okay. that that you as a savvy agent who's worked with a bunch of investors is doing but maybe a newbie who's like going direct to right, the bank right, or something is not right. figuring yeah. all that stuff mm-hmm. out right Number 3 money talks ideally your bargain hunting buyers will have cash to entice sellers with quick almost guaranteed closings so mm. yeah I, I think especially on these homes that need a lot of work the seller is gonna take the cash because they don't want to get into the, the thing with the bank appraiser saying I can't appraise it because it's right.
1: falling down or you can't even get a mortgage because there's no heat
0: right right so they yeah. may even take a lower offer that's cash oh of course right. who wouldn't uh, remember this when you're making an as-is as offer location 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 so mm-hmm. that's number four everybody knows what that means uh-huh. number five hope for paradise prepare for a jungle that's similar to number one right expect trouble yeah,
1: i don't know i don't nicole's failing me here oh how do you feel about it all
0: you're not a big fan of nicole
1: no i like nicole i'm just i don't know
0: all right number six be ready to fix whatever that nasty smell is <laughs> many of the asses listings you visit will have a funky odor yeah, it's called mold, right?
1: Well, that or like you could tell if the owners, the prior owners had dogs or if they were like cigarette smokers. Uh, yeah, the walls are all like yellow.
0: Number seven, chase down the reasons. Again, we're going to pick what we think is the number one thing you should be looking at as a buyer in these as is yep. chase down the reasons. So like if there's rot, why was right. there termites? Has right. the termites? Are they gone? Are they still active? Things like that. Number eight, look up, down, and all around. Gotta. Hmm. You do that on these showings? Looking up, looking down? I look everywhere. All around? mm mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Everyone's trying to figure out like the seller's story, or, and I'm just looking at it. Gotta.
0: So get as much information as you can. Yep. And then number nine, home inspection costs a little but can save a fortune. You know, So if you're going to do an as-is offer and you're going to say, hey, my offer's as-is. I'm making my deposit non-refundable but I still want to do an inspection for my information as the buyer only, information for the buyer only, that can help you get out of the deal and only give up, say, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your deposit was. You can still have a chance to back yeah, well, out there's Water's inspection but there's so, so many. Bad.
1: Well, but there's so many ways that an as-is property can happen. I mean, you can do an inspection on an as-is property. You just know that the seller's probably not going to do anything. Right. I mean, obviously, it would make your offer look a lot better if you didn't even have an inspection contingency in there. But Correct.
0: Especially I mean, if, if you know it's, I think work. that
1: a home inspection is the most important thing. Or if you can't actually get a home inspection, maybe bring a contractor with you while you're going to look at that as is property so that he can at least start like working through some numbers or like showing you things that maybe you wouldn't have yeah. seen. Um, especially if you're going to, you know, remove that home inspection contingency, definitely bring a professional In with this you. Article,
0: she references a movie money pit. Have you seen that Tom Hanks? Yes. show Long oh 1986, the money pit you, you've you, seen that
1: have you not
0: she says it's a fun movie but you don't in real life you don't want to live it oh my um, lord never saw it's, that movie
1: it's sort of like our whole um, what's his name you know your buddy what's his name come on Zillow's calling Come somebody on. pick up
0: the Zillow call
1: you know Sam come on what's his name the most Who's? famous guy in the world
0: um, Michael Jordan <laughs> Sean Penn Sean Penn, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. There he Sean is. Penn. We've talked about Sean Penn more on this podcast, I bet, than any podcast in the history of podcasts. Unless he has his own.
1: He probably has his own. All right,
0: what do you think is, is the most important thing uh, your clients should face, You know what's most important are these are these nine realities your clients well, face. Well, I do as think that a lot
1: of these can be combined. I think um, I think expect trouble is is obviously mm-hmm. the biggest. I mean, I think you must have money in contingency. Um, so you go going
0: number one, expect trouble. Well,
1: but I feel like that, but that that also has to go with like look up, look down, look all around, do your be homework. Educated. Yeah, I mean, expect there's going to be problems. And again, I would highly highly recommend you bringing somebody um, through. And again, I don't usually encourage parents, but if you're a, a young Buyer and you're thinking that you want to take on one of these as-is properties maybe even just bring your dad if he's handy um you know because at least bring I f- the
0: dad sure
1: well i mean they're always Way they're always ready to talk you out of it <laughs> yeah. so at least you know and you know dad will point out everything so i'm
0: going with number four location 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 a lot of buyers that are looking at these as-is properties it's because they're a lower price they're a fixer upper and they they want they're, they're like attracted to the home right but they're doing it in a location that's not premier that's not the best and they're doing it based off of dollars, Hmm. right? If it's an easy deal to buy, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a hard deal to sell. If it's a hard deal, other people are competing with you for that property because it's in a premier location. Mm -hmm. It's an easy deal to sell because you're going to have competition when you go to sell it. At the very least, if you have the best location, you can just tear that sucker down and start fresh, and the land is actually going to be worth something, right? So I now focus, you're writing a whole
1: new you're writing a whole new article now. I focus
0: on location. You're on, starting on these a whole new article. Well, I'm not starting it. I'm just I'm basing it off of her. Yeah, you know. Well, now here. You're, but
1: you're knocking the house down.
0: But that's what I'm saying. At the very you know, if you do get into so much trouble, if you have a great location. At least you've got good dirt. The dirt's yeah. worth more than than the things sitting so, on it. I
1: guess location's important. Unless it's a
0: multifamily like Remy's got on the other. Uh, I
1: just again with inventory so low, you just people are just grabbing what they can grab, right? All
0: right. Anyway, on to the marketeer. We're here of the week. Back Interesting to Zoom. one. Off of Inman, the newest addition to your buyers' wish list: Zoom Rooms,
1: which again completely contradicts segment one
0: completely (laughs) contradicts uh people thinking that the cities and people are gonna have to go back into work into vertical buildings and all of that uh before the pandemic a dazzling kitchen a spacious entertainment area and a cozy primary bedroom have been enough to seal the deal Did you
1: see what they did there yeah primary bedroom
0: primary i did uh i've got buyers now using that word primary yeah it's very interesting however the pandemic continues and remote working becomes the norm i think you will see more remote working Star's
1: looking for the zoom room and
0: they're looking for the zoom room so why is this the marketeer listen i think if you're in one of these areas Sorry, and, and they, they put it in and we'll pop up the um pop up the tweet here and yeah. show the zillow description right here in the video if you're watching you can see it if you're putting this in your zillow description like there's a perfect for instead of saying it's a perfect room for an office there's a perfect fourth room great zoom room it's it's right. got perfect well, she says lighting
1: backdrop nice backdrop for zoom calls nice
0: backdrop I, I think you're going to use that keyword that might get a you know person from the city who's trying to exit into your rural or suburban area to stop and think, "Well, gee, that's interesting. They may even not even be interested in the property maybe may be interested in you, the agent because you have foresight you're speaking to their needs right there's a whole bunch of obviously youtubers that are doing you know a whole bunch of shows, and one comes to mind, Stefan Graham, he talks a lot about real estate, a lot about real estate investing mm-hmm. on YouTube. He recently bought a house. Sam, you could have let that sneeze out. I mean, that's, I hate it. People do that. It pains me that the I would, I don't sneeze know that I've,
1: I've never even, I don't even know that I could keep a sneeze in. Oh my goodness. People are like, you know, so he didn't even make a noise.
0: Stephen Graham bought a house and actually closed up two windows in a bedroom because he's doing like a legit studio where like the lighting, he wants to control all the lighting with just lights, closed up all the windows in this room, painted the entire room, like black and you know he's got all his, whatever his studio setup is there right. You see a lot of people. Kevin O'Leary Shark Tank has a bedroom in his house where he has a setup with a TV behind him and a camera that zooms in to give him the perfect backdrop when he's going on CNBC and things like that. Mm-hmm. I do believe. I don't know who wrote this article for Inman. Uh, Marion McPherson McPherson staff writer. We, we've done some of her uh, articles in the past. I do believe as more people are creating content over the next 10 years, Mm -hmm. that the office is gonna be the media space where you can shoot video, you can get work done, you can interact with people like we're talking about on the meetings. Yeah, I, I think this is an absolute trend that's only going to accelerate well yeah
1: I mean I don't know if you watch the news in the morning but like the local news like the weathermen are still home which is fine I mean most people are still home but like I they're like they still haven't they still have like you guys had four months to figure out your backdrop like and they're like in their dining room like they're bouncing like they should really
0: it's it's hilarious to me to see that youtubers and you know social media bloggers or, or vloggers or people doing shows have a better setup to your point yeah. than these people that are on the weatherman like, and Fox news and the weather and all these different play ESPN. I see it all the time. ESPN. They're sitting in a corner of a room so you can see the corner. It's like you, my friend are so replaceable because for the last 15, 20 years, ESPN you have relied on ESPN the networker in the network instead of being somebody who can actually deliver content on your own To the end consumer Like we're doing right here in the show Like every single real estate agent Should be doing in their communities Delivering the information direct You can't even figure out a good place in your home Because you're so used to the studio
1: Well and that's the problem too Because then you're so distracted Because you're like oh man Like he needs to like update his decor Or like what is that on his wall Bob Tinker
0: on Twitter says New term Zoom scaping instead of landscaping a little zoomscaping
1: interesting you know so I, I,
0: it, I deliberately don't. arranging the visual backdrop of your home office desk for video calls even if the out of view stuff is a mess so everything zoom-scaping. around Zoomscaping. have you see that picture of Tim Macy actually if you go to Tim Macy's uh, I think on he still has it on Facebook as his cover page he's sitting there in his living room with a green screen he's got the table and he's got the camera right there and so like the the photos coming from. Say this angle, and everything in his living room is like his daughter's toys. Like it's a total yeah. mess. But that one little setup is the Zoomscape, right? right? It's the videoscape that that he's looking.
1: Again, for. if he could pull it off with all the kids' toys, you know, if Tim
0: Macy can pull it off. Anybody can. Well, I, I just, hope he sees this.
1: I'm. I know. I don't. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> I'm just saying, like we're talking about NB. Like we're talking about major networks that are like. But
0: the term Zoom room I think it could be a catchy phrase in your listings. I know Vanessa is listening, and she, with uh, with our media company, she writes all of our listing descriptions for the team. I think we want Zoom rooms, Ness, in ooh, some that of our could be a poll on one of our
1: next posts. Like, which room is is your would be your favorite ooh, Zoom room? Zoom room, a Zoom room poll.
0: Love the term. Love the article. I encourage you to check it out. We we link up all of the articles, and please, in the comments, love to know your opinions. Do you think the cities are going to bounce back after the pandemic? What was your pick? of those nine uh realities buyers should should face when buying as is properties. And then are you all in on the Zoom room? Hashtag Zoom Room in the comments. All right guys. That's it. That's it. Keep it real.
1: See ya.